The views expressed in this podcast do not represent anyone. We reserve the right to play devil's advocate. Therefore, the issues in this podcast may be sensitive. This podcast should not be listened to by anyone. Have fun. Hello, I'm Kurt and Rod. I'm Sidus Balsack. I'm just incredible. I'm Casey Meets. Nobody fucking cares. And we are As the High Hits. Hello, everyone, and welcome to As the High Hits. I'm your host, Kurt Enrod. And I am also your host, not Casey Needs It, but Titus Ballsack. Why does he do that every time? <laughs> Shut up, Casey, and introduce I, yourself. He, he, called, he called himself Casey one time, and every time he has to remind himself. <laughs> That's probably what it is. But then half the time, you do it at the close. So, <laughs> so hello, everybody. I'm just in time. <laughs> well, no, I'd say for, for I'd, I'd say you might be a little late. You might want to go get a pregnancy. Well, he test. was he was oh. he was a little late today. No more, no more pregnancy tests. I'm done, I'm I'm done with pregnancy tests. Just incredible. Nobody and fucking cares. We are as the high hits. Yep, and we'd like to also welcome in our studio today their sound engineer, just incredible. Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> He's so enthusiastic. We love it. Like, we love it. Just a douche. <laughs> just an ass. Just incorrigible. Just, just here. delightful. Just inconceivable. <laughs> oh. Oh, right. I'm supposed to be presenting something? Yeah, yeah. yeah I believe it is I, your I topic this week. Tonight, yeah, tonight's I'm, main host. I'm, I'm really, really sorry. I was getting lost in my own consciousness. Getting lost in your own consciousness? Yes, which is actually our topic today. Consciousness. Oh, this should be altered consciousness. I mean, you can take it whatever way you want, bud. I mean, that, You're you. that is what happens when the high hits, is it not? Uh, that's what's happening to me right now. But So, um, so just to give us a, a quick cursory definition of consciousness. Uh, first definition. The state of being awake and aware of one's surroundings. Oh, it sounds like I'm rarely conscious then. Definition number two. The fact of awareness by the mind of itself. I thought it was a pretty good one. So is that like self, like is that where the term self-conscious comes from? Self-awareness, yep. Uh, And then number three, consciousness is sentience or awareness of internal or external existence. That's pretty deep. I enjoyed that one a lot. <laughs> I really enjoyed That's that one. That's pretty deep. So what about unconsciousness? Um, so I'm pretty sure when people say that you're unconscious, they're referring to definition number one, are you awake and aware of your surroundings? But at the same time, if we jump down to number three, unconscious would well, essentially... Before, before we get into number three, let's... Let's discuss number number two. The fact of awareness by the mind of itself? Yes. So if you're unconscious, I would say that that would also apply to that definition, right? Okay. Your mind is not currently aware of itself or anything around it. Okay. Okay. Uh, but, I I mean, I, I jumped over that one because it was so similar to number one. Right. I mean, I feel, right. No, no, I feel no, like I you guys, like, you're holding me back right now. So let me get to number three. It's the cool one. Okay. So... But first, I'd like to know exactly what the difference is between definition one and two. Um, 
So definition one is simply being awake and aware of one's surroundings. Okay. So I can see that so like when you go to the table of me. Or so like when you go to sleep, mm-hmm. are you unconscious or conscious? According to this definition, when you are asleep, you are unconscious because you're not aware of your surroundings. But what if you're lucid dreaming? Then you're still not aware of your surroundings. I like where you're going because I'm going to get to some of this later on. Um, but that's all tangled in number three. Um, but right. So, jumping down to number three, consciousness is sentience. So, back to number two. No, I'm kidding. Of internal or external existence. So, with that one, when you're dreaming, your mind is aware that you are you still, essentially. Okay. Uh, It could be thinking that you are something, somebody else, and you're having that perspective, but you're still thinking, and your mind still has that awareness that it is. Dude. I'm just trying to lay in bed. So is that kind of like the the old I think, therefore I am? Uh, actually, yes. That gets us to Descartes. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, what I find really interesting is that through history, the only agreed upon thing about consciousness is that it exists. Okay. Like, there's no other agreement. We know consciousness exists because we... Are conscious. Right, we are aware. <laughs> We're conscious of the fact that we are conscious. But nobody understands why necessarily so or how. Is it the recognition of our consciousness that makes us sentient? One would say that sentience is consciousness. So, like, um, our dogs are sentient, but they're not necessarily to the same level of intelligence. Okay. So they are aware. That, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're aware that they exist. I don't and know, that the man. world outside met, them exists. Have you met my dog? <laughs> Your dog is aware that he exists. He's, and he's also, also aware that, that he does exists. not care that you exist. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty sure my dog is only aware that food exists. But that is well, an outside but, existence. Yeah. So there you go. That hits on definition one and two. And I mean, I guess some of three with the external existence what about subconsciousness subconscious so i think when people think of subconscious they're thinking of the human body and the human mind that's on auto like you don't you subconsciously breathe right you don't have to think about breathing until you start thinking about breathing right and then you start getting afraid that maybe if you stop thinking about breathing (laughs) you'll stop breathing but then you keep (laughs) (laughs) um so I lost where I was going with that. So great. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> great segue, Jack. I was like, what the fuck was that? So getting back to Descartes with I think, therefore I am, or cogito ergo sum. Uh, for anybody who knows Latin, you know, that's, that's good stuff. That's all I'm saying. So uh, for my research on Descartes, uh, I did take a philosophy course in college. I know I'm very snooty about it, uh, but I also had to go back and read his Wikipedia page and a couple of different videos on the whole idea to kind of grasp what was going on again. Um, and his I, what he wanted to do was really break down reality to something that he could be absolutely 100% sure of. So, like, so he was essentially breaking down the world around him yeah. so that he was able, like, trying to understand how... Like his place in the world, or just uh, how was, the world fit he was together. He more actively doubting 
doubting the world around him until he could no longer until he found something he just couldn't doubt so uh, it was a thought experiment by him because he had come to the realization that there are things that when you're a child you believe in and then as you get older you realize that those beliefs are not rock thanks mom and dad for santa claus (laughs) yes santa claus the The easter bunny the like, tooth fairy. And so he's trying to get to a point where, all right, if I break down everything and I wanted to start over from scratch, what is my building block to build off of? And I thought that was really cool. So, And what did he find? Well, he went through about three phases, right? The first one is about the senses. So he was thinking, all right, um, can I trust my senses? And he came to the conclusion of, no, now you can't. So Because, right. can... I mean, there's sweet-smelling flowers, and then there's oh, I see. Even... foul-smelling flowers. Or, or, even or back then. sight, you know, your perception. It, it depends a lot on Distances. where you're standing, which dictates what you see, right, now what we know you what hear, what you smell. Right. So if you're upwind of, you know, a, a dead animal. Right you're not likely going to smell it until you get really close to it. Right. But if you're downwind of that animal, you're going <laughs> to smell it for a while away. Right. <laughs> um, so he concluded that you can't trust on you can't trust those senses. Uh, and then he goes, "Okay, um, I can I can trust that the world around me is as it is, right? So I know that I'm sitting in a chair. I know that I have a glass of Mountain Dew here. And I like Mountain Dew, so I'm going to take a sip." Ah, yummy. Um, is that just Mountain Dew? I mean, you know it's not. You I mean, put stuff why do we keep saying <laughs> product placement? Ah, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe it's because we want to be sponsored, and if we give them a little free publicity, maybe we'll hop on board, right? Um, but so he was thinking about that, and he goes, no, I can't trust that either. Why? Because when I'm dreaming, sometimes I have some really nice, vivid dreams of the real world, but it's not real. It's all in my head. So we get we get to um, number two, which is illusions, which would be like dream states, things like that. And so just kind of delving further into consciousness at, at his level, trying to break down what is reality. Oh, loved it. It, was, it was really cool going through all this stuff again. Um, we get to the final piece, uh, which is like universal truths, like. Mathematics, two plus two does not equal fish. Two plus two equals four. Like universal absolute truths. Right. Is, so... can, can, I, can I peg that? Can I be sure of that? And his reasoning was, no, I can't. Because what if there is some demon out there affecting the way I think? So every time I try to calculate like two plus two comes out equaling five and I keep getting the wrong answer. I'm like, all right, that's a, that's a little superstitious, but I see where he's going with right. it. Like, you can't trust it. Well, what if, what, what if it's a drug? What you, if you're tripping acid? Right. Two I'm, plus two I'm is sure he Like, if that's that. what he meant by a demon, yeah. was like well, he, alcohol. He, he, he or... was quite religious, so he, he okay. was quite well, religious. He probably meant a physical like, demon, right. but something demon, we, demon. we, nowadays, you know, some kind of psychedelic that can of your demon. But what he concluded is that no matter what, that demon has to be acting on something. And so he came up with, if I, I, we, the only thing he can be certain of is that we are thinking beings. Okay. And so I think 
therefore I am. So that's the only way to trust that we are who we are. Not even that. That's the only, that's like, that's the point that he got down to, to where if you got down to what is That's proof of consciousness, essentially. What what is the bedrock that I can get for reality? Like, basically, you could be a brain in a box and some demon is just feeding you some warped perception of a world. But you still exist because you're still that brain in a box. Yep. Okay. Like, even if you perceive yourself as you. Something has to be acting upon a thing that is thinking for it to be altering the way that it's thinking. Therefore... I have to be a thinking thing. <laughs> oh, this is really it, I really enjoyed it um going down this rabbit hole uh into consciousness. So the final thing that he got to was I think therefore I am. Which consciousness. So, now that I've gone through Descartes, which is really one of the first endeavors into consciousness, what are you guys thinking about? My philosophy class in college, where we talked about Descartes. <laughs> I was hoping for we broke a little it down. bit more stimulating conversation about what consciousness <laughs> means to us now in a modern era. I mean, us too, man. Us too. <laughs> <laughs> what are your personal feelings about it? Consciousness? Yeah. I like it very much. I mean, me too, dude. My, me too. It's way better than being unconscious. Where do you think it comes from? Consciousness? Yeah. Elaborate on what do you mean? Where does it come from? Where inside of Where you? Where does is it, our... Con- is uh, it holy in your mind? Is it inside yeah. of the soul? Yeah, no, it's it's definitely from the brain. Okay. What part of the brain? Oh, God. Why don't you tell us, sir? Well, let me jump to a more modern thinker and explorer of consciousness. Uh, His name is David Chalmers. He's done a TED Talk. Um, I got to listen to it about consciousness. And he describes consciousness um, as kind of like your own personal movie. Okay. But it's your own personal movie where you have 3D vision, surround sound, you know. Uh, You also get a couple of other cool perks with that. television show or movie that's going on in your head that is smell touch so almost almost like an interactiveness to it yeah and um but they call those the fourth dimensional theaters so the ones where they had the the little bits that uh they'd run ropes across the back of your legs yeah 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 (laughs) they'd splash water on you and something jumps into the pool yeah well i think we're trying to get closer and closer to simulated versions of that with the gaming industry and vr dude if vr could get to those levels that'd be amazing but you'd have to like tap into the human brain i mean you could do it right you could could give those sensations just by tapping into the brain right and altering consciousness right but you know what would happen right Hmm. it's number one it used to be used for porn uh well duh i mean it's already there come on Like they, uh, so, they literally have VR porn that attaches to things that attach to you. Right, I was gonna Come bring on. that up too. I was gonna bring Ooh. that up too. Come on now. Yeah, so that way while you're using like, the controllers, because you need both hands to operate a VR controller. <laughs> like it's no Casey might have just got a little I, too just, excited. Oh, he's already um, like we're just breaking into the industry. It's, it's okay. Titus already <laughs> just picked up his phone and ordered three packages. So. Damn straight, I did. Get ready, boys. We're gonna 
We're going to experience this live. Actually, if uh, one of our listeners wanted to send us a gift, that'd be awesome. Do not send us sex toys. No, you can, just just to Titus. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, my address is uh, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. <laughs> We're sorry to whoever lives at 42 Wallaby Way in Sydney. <laughs> um, we should record little, that. Little did, Nemo? Did oh, Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Little Nemo? Little Nemo. <laughs> is the dream master. Yes. Adventures in Slumberland, baby. So that isn't that the dentist and uh but Nemo he, we established that. So David Chalmers goes on that uh, an additional part of that movie is you have your own narrator in your head, narrating what's going on around you. I know I have an inner monologue that's constantly running. I don't know about you guys though. Well, but see they've they they've actually did a recent study on that within the last couple um within the last couple years. Mm-hmm. They did a recent study where they found that some people do have an inner monologue and others do not, and and they are not aware that the other exists, you know, which, until you talk about it. Which is wild, which is actually what sent me down this rabbit hole of consciousness. Right, like, with, that, yeah. with that same study? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, I know I have an inner monologue. Right. Do you? Yes, and it, it like walks you through everything you're doing, right? Yep. Yes. What exactly. about you, Casey? You have yeah. an inner monologue voice that speaks to you at all times. Sometimes you get high enough to shut it up, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that, I actually, that sometimes is the intention. I actually tend to have an outer monologue, and I'll just narrate myself <laughs> to myself. Just incredible. Oh yeah, my mind's always going. See, like I, I don't think I've ever met a person who doesn't have an inner monologue. Um, I I've, I've a met few. a couple. Like, it, it just baffled, like, how do you not have I've met order? a couple recently because that study came out and it made me start asking people. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess there you go. Um, yeah, it's a good icebreaker. And uh, Except whenever you tell, ask them, what are you thinking about <laughs> right now? Right, and then and they, they say nothing. And you're like, bullshit. You, there's no way you cannot think of nothing. And they're well, like, no, nothing. Well, until you run into those people that think you mean that you hear voices and then... <laughs> Wait, that's they what call we the men in the white coats. Wait, wait, wait. Do, do, you, guys, do you guys only have one voice in your head? <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, going to say, uh, um, I think I need help. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, um, but I mean, that's just the Gemini in me. I have a second half that likes to chime in every once in a while. And really? on that note, we will be looking for a new coin. <laughs> <laughs> That astrology bullshit out of here. But uh, David Chalmers goes on to ask a couple of really good questions, which is, why are we conscious? Not what makes us conscious, but why are we conscious? Why are we not just biomechanical meat suits that go around, you know, eating, fucking shitting? Why do we have these thoughts? Because, yeah. That's a good question. Why do like... Casey, why do you think we have these thoughts? Any ideas? Well, I mean, there's always the old traditional, you know, the Jesus route, the religious route, the a god. There's a god out there that's called us to to follow him, you know. Yeah, but if that God is one of the made us to follow him, well, I guess I guess you would get into the argument of uh, free will, right? Right. Yep. Yeah. That, that's why we have Absolutely. thought because we have free will, so we get Absolutely. to think about our what we gonna, so, what we're gonna do. I think if you like personally, like mm-hmm. this is not um, from anywhere. If you go the evolution route, we had to be able because, like, having consciousness leads to creativity and critical thinking, 
And in order to survive as a species, we had to have something in that way to allow us to, one, find food, two, find ways to kill, um, like, predators that we may be prey for. Like, that's how we got to the top of the food chain was our use of tools. Woo-woo, top of the food chain! And, like, and as we were talking earlier, it's like dogs can be considered to have some level of consciousness. So, like, we might have a more in-depth Right. Idea, you know, oh, yeah. We, we no, may my, think deeper into our thoughts. but Animals are definitely aware of their existence. Like, there, I don't think there's one animal out there that isn't. Maybe on, like, a microscopic level, but, I mean, when you're talking, like, your normal classifications so. that we would be able to see. Because even I then, on that level, like, that's just, that's just being able to be aware of yourself. You need, like, even, like, just in general, like, as an animal, you need to know when you're hungry and right. what you can eat and what is an available food source. You have to right. be aware of that even stuff if or you'll you learn the that wrong over stuff. time. So there's, right. a, there's actually, like, a small organism uh, in the ocean that what it does is it just kind of drifts around. And when it gets closer to food, it slows down. And when there's no food around, it speeds up. But it's not going anywhere. It's just... It that, just knows if it travels faster, it's more likely to hit... Into more food. food source. Yeah, so, like, would you guys consider that consciousness yes. by that being? Just not an advanced level of one. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, base consciousness. Yes. It's oh, aware that it there, needs go food to reproduce or grow or, or what have you. It's just using a very rudimentary way of right. getting to it. And, so, and going... so even if it has no direction, it has no idea of where it's going, it knows it needs to eat in order to survive, and that is sentient. And then when it finds kind. a food source, it should take advantage of it when it finds it. Right. By slowing down to consume as much of it as it can. And so I, I was watching some more videos on consciousness and how it might have developed. Um, and uh, going down that evolutionary track, it's so you have this organism that kind of drifts around, speeds up when it's not by food, it slows down when it is by food. Well, then figuring out how to control that movement so you're always going towards food, right? Right. Um, and then from there... Uh, developing eyesight so you can see and actually figure out where, where you're going. Where food is. Yep. And what you're and, eating. And head towards and food. And see if you right. can find more instances of food. And then from there, object permanence. Understanding that just because you can't see it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean it it's not doesn't there. exist right. anymore. And uh, it's really cool because I think they, uh, what I was watching was saying that humans develop object permanence around eight months. Whereas chickens develop it in like the first couple of days or hours. Interesting. So like a baby chick will can walk on one side of a bush and its mother on the other side of the bush and it knows that its mother's still there. Which I was like, that's really cool that they develop object permanence quicker than we do. Well, well yeah, they, but aren't it, don't mammals finish maturing their brains outside of after being yeah after birth like mm -hmm. that's why our skulls are still soft so our brains are still growing and not fully developed yet well we we are like one of very very few species that are completely useless at birth <laughs> <laughs> completely useless you know like which is sad because when you're that age you're pound for pound as strong as an ox like legit yeah yeah Babies are pound for pound as strong as an ox. That's why you should. Uh, that's why we should make babies enter into the Olympics, dude. I mean, if Power they can control themselves, that's a better. baby Olympics. You know. Well, you think about what they're able to lift compared to their body weight, and you're all of a sudden like, wait, wait, like wait a minute, this thing weighs sixteen pounds. It just picked up a five pound bag of something. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, if I could lift just at will without any kind of struggle, right. one-third of my body weight, right. that'd be pretty impressive. Just like, oh, hey, here's this thing that's 110 pounds. Uh, for everybody listening, now you know how fat I am. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to use 50 as an example. Let everyone think we were normal size. But I say, well, no, that's a little small. I mean, 150 a little size. small. I mean, we already talked about height and that technically... Well, I messed up. but That you did, that you did. So that uh, short bit of silence you just heard was uh, Titus kind of um, dropping the ball. Name dropping. Uh, I mean, yeah. Balls. Balls be dropping. Balls. In his mouth now. That's why I got the Mountain Dew to wash him out. Man, I feel like shit now. Oh, no. No, no. Get it back, buddy. Get it back. No, no, no. I still have it, but I feel like shit because I... Like, See, I you was need excited to excited because whatever. nobody had done it yet. You need to be more conscious of your efforts. Thank you for bringing us back. <laughs> I appreciate that, Kurt. So, what uh, what the TED Talk went on to continue to elaborate on is that there's another thinking. Like, you got the evolutionary thinking of consciousness that it slowly developed over many millennia um, to kind of form into that. Or you got the religious aspect that it's given to us by God. But then there's this other thought that what if consciousness is a fundamental construct of the universe? And so that everything that we see and interact with and that interacts with us, it can give us some sort of information, has its own technical bit of consciousness. Well, there is evidence to that to a point. Like they have discovered that uh, plants... When under stress, we'll, we'll release certain pheromones and everything else. They can communicate through root through root systems. So, like when you get into Double plants, animals, viruses, like their the mutations from viruses is to help them survive. And you definitely see some like interesting biomechanics there as well. So you could absolutely make the argument that everything we interact with. Well, in some so, way, so shape, or form, you're has going off of plant life. So you're saying anything with life rocks? has some form of consciousness, right? right? What this is saying is that everything that has consciousness, consciousness. On the so like rocks level. and stuff, all the way down to a photon. I was gonna say, yeah, so like like down to the atomic. Now level. it's not to like a level of our consciousness, right? But it is. It has to some sort existence. of consciousness. Well, what it's going off of, right, is kind of an equation, a mathematical equation to figure out consciousness, and it says the more information that is able to be, um, what, integrated, the more conscious that thing is. So if you think about us, we integrate with tons and tons of information. So therefore, our consciousness is at a much higher level than, say, a rock. Now we've developed devices to... I mean, just step it down from there, go, go like a rat. So... Their information integration is considerably less than ours, but it's still a pretty high amount. Right. And so they're they're quite conscious as well. But then you step it down even further. You go down to like um, like a worm, right? It doesn't have as much. It might not have eyes or anything like that. Eat, right. eat waste, reproduce. Right. But that's still a level of consciousness. And then you go down further from that to like the single cell organism that just kind of loops yeah, around. Yep. yep. That. Eat, poops, and reproduce. And then going all the way down to the photon, because it still has information integration, it's just at a very small amount. 
so we're going down to like the sub to almost like uh almost like on the amino acid level like even we're going down to the atom to the man genetic we're going level. we're we're going all the way down to the uh what is it um to the quarks yeah to 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 everything anything that you can conceivably believe has material existence and it's because it has information integration because at bare minimum yeah at bare minimum it's data Yep. And because and so since it is data, it contains so data. So anything so even like any type of data that we can enter like intertake because that data is available, it has some level of consciousness. Right. And because it's able to con- interact with other things which, with levels of consciousness. Which I have to say in the Western world, it's a very hard concept for a lot of people to wrap no, their head around. No, I like it. It sounds like a lot of fun. Right. But like a lot of um like like you think of Hinduism or you think of Buddhism and you start to well, see where that kind of concept kind of mingles in with those religions and constructs. Well, cuz even like where we're at, like I understand where you're saying cuz you look at the walls and like the if there's and like even if there's no design on the walls mm-hmm. like those walls are made up of different molecules which are made mm-hmm. up by smaller pieces and made up by smaller pieces yep. so down to that level because we interact with them you know even down to that subatomic level that they have consciousness because they exist in our world so you're thinking of it from a it has consciousness because I interact with it. Well, because it's able to interact with, with anything, anything else around the, it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So just uh, I, what I was trying to do is just kind of remove the self from it and think of it as just it's there. Therefore, it has some level of consciousness. Right. But we only know it's there because we perceive it to be there because of our own consciousness. That's kind of the route I was I got, I got, going I got, around I got, I got where you're going now. I got where you're going. Uh, so that that one I think is probably the most interesting kind of theory right now to me. It has a name I can't pronounce it, um, I can't spell it, and so I'm not even gonna try. Well, what good are you? Um, can't pronounce it, can't spell it. It's like pan something. I'm pretty sure Google will read it for you. All right, come on, Google. <laughs> come on, Google. Here we go, name dropping again, but I mean. Where, I mean, where else do you get Listen, we're at a point in our society where like things like Google I mean if Bing wants to sponsor us we'll start using them but <laughs> but like Google, Microsoft, like you can't get away from naming those companies cuz they're just so they're such a big part of our everyday lives now. We can call it Google. We can call it search. <laughs> search engine it. Right. Right, do a web search. All right, I I don't really want to look it up, so I'm not going to. Um, (laughs) I'd rather just keep talking about stuff. Okay, absolutely. But uh, like hearing that that explanation of consciousness and that it being a universal, fundamental part of the universe, like you start to think about like Buddhism's thought of reincarnation, how you can, depending on what you've right. done in life, you can come back How as, you lived your life, you can come at, back as something else with consciousness. Yeah, so you, you come back maybe as a rock, or maybe you come back as a god. Like, So what happens if you come back as a rock and live your life as a rock, as a the good, rock, yes, good rock? rock. You can. My, you my guess is from there you become a god. From the rock to a god? Now why is that? Well, because what kind of negative karma can a rock occur like like obtain rock I mean, slide on someone's it, head right i was gonna say if it falls off a cliff but a rock strikes any 
So a rock having such a base level of consciousness, I don't think it would be able to actually come up with the idea of I'm going to fall off this cliff just to hit that person in the head. You don't know what that rock's thinking. Positive karma? I actually don't know if that rock's even thinking. It may just be a general sense of feeling. And and if it's and if it's not doing that, like does it accumulate positive like that rock could that just point. be feeling like I'm gonna fuck some shit up. <laughs> Fine, I guess rocks have bad karma. Uh, fuck that other rock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna fuck that other rock right in its asshole. It, it just got me going down with a little rock again, chainsaw. Like, a rock hitting <laughs> chain? What? That's bad for the saw, man. No, Can't. it's a chainsaw made out of rock. Bad for the rock's butthole, too, if you miss that part. That would work very well, you well. get your rock out of your ass. I mean, <laughs> it's comfortable in there right now. Nice and roomy. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Is it, one of, is it one of those, um, what's her name? The actor tells you to put things in your vagina. I don't know who you're talking about. You know, Does anybody know who I'm talking about? Vagina. All right, listeners, if you know who I'm talking about, let us know. There's an actor or actress. No, no, that it's an tells... actress. She has a company or had a company. It might. It, it tells it, you it to may put have... things up your butt. N- no, not up your butt. Your oh, up, up your, your hoo-ha. vagina? Yes. Who, why are we using euphemisms? <laughs> just call it what it is. I just like the word better. It's fun <laughs> to say. Hoo-ha. Don't tell us how to live it's our life. It's kind of like a yahoo. I will do what I want. Don't tell me how to live my life. <laughs> <laughs> Need to get those rocks out of your vagina. Vaginal canal. Are you happy now, Titus? I mean, yes, you do believe I, you are. I mean, I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty high. So, <laughs> I, I mean. <laughs> Anyways, uh, where was I going with that? Rock lobster. Rock lobster. <laughs> rocks in your vagina. What was, what's up? What's up with rocks in your vagina? Oh no! Did you guys really think that that tail was like a belt or something? Huh? What? <laughs> I'm trying to insinuate that I'm using one of the butt plugs that has the tail attached. Oh, <laughs> oh, ha, 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 furry. You know, stuff. right, right. When, when I have to explain it, it's not nearly as funny. We forgot about. Well, bison see, the boy problem is, is it's a bear tail, so we couldn't see it while you're sitting. <laughs> a bear tail. <laughs> Buffalo Bill over here. <laughs> so, like. I really boil it down to the question is of is kind of that base three way question. Does consciousness consciousness come from religion? Does consciousness come from evolution? Or is consciousness just a fundamental part of our universe? Look, man, I'm pretty sure part of your job is as as taking this episode is you're supposed to tell us. These are questions. <laughs> There are no answers to these questions, sir. There are only speculations. No, it was your job to come up with the answers. I have come up with the speculations. What you is guys the meaning the of answers. life, goddammit? 42. 42. <laughs> so long, and thanks for all the fish. Thank you, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Listen, if we don't give credit to them, they could sue us. So are we looking for... So are we, are we looking for our answers to consciousness? Is that what you're saying? I would love to hear them. 
but you were supposed to give us the answer to consciousness. No, no, no. I was going to describe consciousness. No, you were supposed to unlock the secrets of consciousness and share them with he our wanted listeners. To have I would a win the Nobel Prize if I did about that. Okay, to come to a consciousness consent of what consciousness is. Well, I think he consciously consented that he was going to sabotage the consciousness of his fellow conscious co-hosts. Thinking beings. I don't want to anymore. My head hurts. <laughs> Did the hamster get stuck? <laughs> I, I think so. I think so. Its too, foot's caught in the much, wheel, and the wheels right. just keep going, man. Too much, too much consciousness flowing in one spot. I think that high finally hit. Right. <laughs> what is consciousness? Well, it's a hamster on a wheel, and when it runs, I think better. <laughs> Sometimes there's a carrot involved. We don't want to get into it. <laughs> Wait, carrot? Do hamsters eat carrots? I would have thought it would have been like a piece of candy corn. What? They love that shit. Could also be like a fire under the ass. You know, it depends on which way the carrot's pointed. Wait, what? Which way? The... What? No, poor hamster. What are you doing to that poor hamster, Casey? <laughs> oh my God, man. Did you name it Lemmy Winks? Lemmy Winks. It should have Lemmy been a gerbil Winks. at that point. What are they feeding you? <laughs> I'm mixing pop culture references. Yeah! He's out of control. <laughs> ah! <laughs> My headphones fell off. <laughs> Look, it's got two tails. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> which side's the left? Which side's the right? <sighs> oh, this is getting a little crazy in here now. Oh, yeah. Um, so, were you... uh? Were you conscious of where your headphones were going at that point? I was not. I would say that was a subconscious thing. I think it was an unconscious thing. Well, you see, I'm still conscious. I just wasn't aware of what the headphones wanted to do. I don't think you're aware of what's happening right now. What is happening right now? Who knows? Your brain in a box. Pandora. The are deceiving you. Who gave us a bunch of morons microphones? We did. Capitalism. Wait, wait a minute. We live in a world where we can get our own microphones? Yes. Oh, that's dangerous. It, it can be. Only for those that decide to listen to us. Um, I think we have a disclaimer now, too. I was to say, how does that disclaimer go? <laughs> this podcast is not safe for well, anyone. Because I don't know about you, but if you tell me not to do something, I'm more likely to do it. <laughs> All right, don't give me five hundred dollars. Um, I'm a little more conscious. <laughs> there are still at lim- least of my bank account. There are account. still hard limits of you know you can't just make things appear either. Right. Oh, I, I I'm pretty sure what what can I we put work in my drink on is conscious working. manifestation? Conscious manifestation. Yeah. Is that are, are you talking about like the monks who could? Will a golem into existence? Yes. Dude. Yes. Now that is one now hell of there, a thought experiment. There might be a future episode. Uh, like seriously, the monks who did that? Oh my god. Fantastic. But um, I just want to thank everybody for listening to our bullshit tonight. Uh, <laughs> I am thank not Casey Needs It. Attention. I am Titus Balsack. At least you're conscious of that, sir. I am conscious. I was going to say I'm conscious. Conscious who? I think he just fell asleep. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know. He is now unconscious. I didn't know having a name was part of consciousness. I thought I just had to know I existed. 
Uh, I mean, it's true, but we're signing off. So sound off. Right. You are, you a-hole. He's basically saying, <laughs> I am. He's saying, you can't I tell me what to do. I am he called I am. Oh, great. <laughs> now he thinks oh, he's Jesus. This has been Casey uh, no, Needs It. God. And I'm I Kurt am? and Rod. And uh, I just want to thank all of you for listening to As the High Hits. And I am just so sorry. You should be. Actually, that was pretty good. Actually, I think that was really good. Fuck it. Cut it, print, go to press, baby. (laughs) Front page.